The Major Spoilers podcast is sponsored in part by the Mid-Ohio Con, October 3rd and 4th in Columbus, Ohio. For more information, visit midohiocon.com. The show is also sponsored in part by Past Generation Toys. Past Generation Toys has a large selection of Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and Marvel toys. Visit them on the web at pastgenerationtoys.com. The Major Spoilers podcast covers news, reviews, and of course, spoilers, and goes into details about the topics discussed. So if you haven't read, listened, or watched the items we talk about, you might want to come back later. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting issue of the Major Spoilers Podcast. I am Steven Schleicher along with Rodrigo and Matthew. Yeah, that's we us. are here to we entertain don't get you. get last names. Well, because I want to keep your uh, identities a secret. I don't want <laughs> some, wait, I don't wait, want wait, some girl to coming to Rodrigo's house in the middle of the night. Hello, Rodrigo. It is me, your stalker. Please, Rodrigo, open the door. Now, again, I don't want to sound racist <laughs> or in any way ethnocentric. But I know Rodrigo's last name, and I know that it's pretty much the equivalent of Stan Smith. <laughs> kind of. I think we've talked about Rodrigo's last name before. Well, seeing we as how about his father's whole, yeah. last name. <laughs> but in, in the Spanish tradition, your last name of your father and your mother could be different. Garcia Lopez y Goldberg. That, that explains your uh, email address then, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So there you go. If you That's know Rodrigo's email, Matthew uh, knows. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that, but now I do. No. And there you go. The more you know. Hey, what we wanted to talk about in this issue was not last names and the origins of last names, but sure we did want to talk about. Oh, coming out up, up on September 29th, Batman, Superman, Public Enemies on DVD. It's the latest. It's the latest animated movie from Warner Home Videos, and we got an early look at it this past week. Rodrigo and I sat down and we watched the movie along with a little chatterbox called my son, <laughs> who knew who all the bad guys were. Uh-huh. I'll give him credit for that. When Superman and Metallo were fighting, he knew which one was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he wouldn't shut up about something the cat was doing for the rest of the movie. So <laughs> we had to contend with that. He's pretty excited about Batman and Superman, though. Yeah. All right, so Batman Superman Public Enemies is based on the uh, world's finest, the first arc from the Superman Batman uh, collection uh, out from from DC Comics. Kind of this, and again, they called that first arc world's finest because it was supposed to be the relaunch of the world's finest comics. They just Mm -hmm, called it Superman Batman. Kind of had a better title to it, I thought. But, you know, originally, and in this story, and Matthew, we've got him on, even though he didn't watch the movie yet. We brought him in because he probably remembers more about the print series than I do. I remember some of the big key points, but as we were watching the movie, I wanted to say, now, was that in the book? Was I don't remember that part being in the book. Mm-hmm. Talk about um, the chatterbox. What's that? <laughs> yeah. See that? <laughs> You're number one. <laughs> All right, so. Hey, uh, uh, by the way, bite me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lex Luthor has become president of the United States, something that they tie up in about 30 seconds in the movie. Right. Which was what, like a year-long arc in the Superman titles. Longer than mm-hmm. that. Was it? It, was, than it was concurrent with the 2000 uh, presidential Election. elections, and this came out in 2003. So Lex was president for the better part of two and a half, three years. Well, I mean the whole leading up to his election and, and uh, becoming president. They do that in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh. And then he becomes president. So it's like, I'm I going to president. run for president. And then it's like this. Uh, uh, and now I am the president. No, what's his name on, on cartoon? John Stewart. John Stewart. They have this John Stewart moment where this guy is like, 
hey, 22% of Americans think that uh, Lex Luthor would be a great president. And then in other news, 22% of Americans like getting effed in the A. Yep. And it's a great joke. Uh, but then all of a sudden, Lex Luthor is president. Yep. Um, in, you know, leading up to Lex Luthor in the print comics, Matthew, mm-hmm. um, in the movie, the world has gone to shit. I mean, it's like riots in the street, unemployment, military everywhere. Was that how it happened in the comics? Because I don't remember that happening. That did not happen in the comics, to my knowledge, because the thing about Luthor getting elected president was it was it was basically a gimmick. Right. You know, it was something that they put together to go with the 2000 presidential elections or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And I think it was several months worth of the book. But, yeah, you know, they had the big Lex 2000 issue and they mm-hmm. had I want to say they had an entire limited series just leading up to it. But but the general plot of the book and the movie are the same. Uh, it turns out there's a big old huge chunk of kryptonite plummeting to the earth and Lex Luthor thinks he's going to stop it. But it doesn't quite work out that way, and he frames Superman and, consequently, Batman as enemies of the state, and all hell breaks loose. In the comic book, what was the event that triggered the um, uh, Lex Luthor declaring them public enemies? I believe it was. He was claiming that a kryptonite meteor Mm -hmm. that was crashing to Earth was Superman's work. Ah, okay, so he was trying to push the blame off to Superman. Right, and the kryptonite meteor was actually revealed later to be related to somebody else in the L family. Right, who, I thought that was a great arc, by the way, the next one, or the second one after that. It would but, have been great if the art didn't have every woman looking exactly the same. Well, that's that's true too. Michael Turner, right. by the way. Um, so in the movie, they discover this huge chunk of, of kryptonite headed to the Earth, but at uh, Lex Luthor's presidential address, he's saying, hey, we're going to make the superheroes work for us, and there's already superheroes that have decided to work for the government. And so we get Captain Atom, Power Girl, Black Lightning, Katana, and Major Force. Hmm. All are on the side of uh, of Lex Luthor, president. Major Force is not, nor has he ever been a superhero. He's just a tool. Well, and they kind of they kind of try to explain that away in the movie by saying that he was given kind of a presidential pardon because he wants to better himself. He wants to do good, mm-hmm. right? But the only one that Lex Luthor can't get to work for him is Superman, obviously. And so he calls Superman out. He says, Superman, I want to talk to you about this big old chunk of rock coming down to the planet. And they meet, and it turns out one of Lex Luthor's bodyguards is Metallo. Is Metallo. Which I thought was a great, a great way to introduce Metallo into this, into oh, this yeah. series. I like Metallo. And he and Hi, Superman... my name's Metallo. I'll be back later in the picture. Actually, he's not, because he and Superman battle. Batman gets involved to try to save him. A mysterious dark stranger appears out of nowhere, and the next thing we know, Metallo is quote-unquote dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lex Luthor uses his opportunity to blame Superman for killing uh, Major Force, and therefore... Metallo. I mean, sorry, Metallo, and says uh, $1 billion bounty... For the capture of Superman, which means all manner of villain comes out of out of everywhere to try to take down Superman yeah. and Batman. Uh-huh. And uh, some of the heroes that are working for the president decide to come after as well. Mm-hmm. It's a great, you know, there's this great sequence where it's like Silver Banshee comes out of nowhere and starts attacking Superman and Batman. And then it's like they get separated while Superman tries to take care of Silver Banshee. And then it's Batman versus Mr. Freeze. Captain Cold, uh, Killer Frost, and I forget, we couldn't figure out who the other ice guy is. Who's the icicle guy that was in that 
He's got a big nose. He's that in that romance. It was in that romance series from like 2000, 2001, somewhere around. The there. Icicle? Maybe that's his name. Hmm. But let's say, yes, the Icicle. That's his name. Yeah, it's like Team Ice. Yeah. And You're they're thinking fighting. of Young Heroes in Love, Frostbite. Yes. It was yes. certainly not him. Okay. Well, it might have been. Who knows? It was the Icicle. Okay. All right. Um, And then Nightshade shows up, and she starts talking all funny. And yeah. Batman's well, Solomon like, Grundy. Oh, yeah. This is, is the weird part, man. Yeah. Solomon Grundy and Mongol show <laughs> up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> not not the guy from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Mongol uh, like candy. Uh, Mongol no fairy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mongol straight. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they start fighting, and Superman's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, man? Why are you fighting me, Mongol? And you Mongol's don't care about like, money. And he's just like, brr, smash, smash. And then yeah. Batman is fighting Solomon Grundy, and Solomon Grundy's like... Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Perchance, could you direct me to the picture show whilst I escort this young lady home? Right. You know, like he's just speaking in a very yeah, proper a very, way. Yeah, yeah, not Solomon Grundy going to smash Batman. Drown Batman. Grundy want pants too. Nothing, nothing like that. And Batman's like, what the heck is going on with this? Mm-hmm. Turns out, and this is, I thought this was hysterical when it appeared. Yeah. Who, who would be able to control all of these villains? Matthew, who do you think would be able to control all these villains? Uh, Saturn Girl. No. Think uh, somebody uh, bigger uh, and burlier with a lot more hair. Bigger and burlier with a lot more hair. Uh, wait, am I a superhero? <laughs> uh, You're a wait. super villain. Somebody who can control villains who is hairy and burly. Yes. Uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, okay, it's Tom <laughs> Selleck shows up out of nowhere with his big ape-like powers. <laughs> Celebrated oh, Flash villain Tom Selleck. Wait, wait, Selleck. wait. He's ape-like? Yes. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> I know who it is. Dusty Rhodes, the American Dweem. Yes, it's, it's, it is, in fact, Gorilla Grodd, at which point Rodrigo just sits back in his chair and starts going, yay! <laughs> I was the so happy Grodd. to see Gorilla Grodd. Okay, perp- so... In this villain, no, he scene. wasn't. He was very ape-like. He was basically a big gorilla. Yeah, he was, and it was kind of interesting to see like that a weird take. white gorilla with a yellow cape, as he yes, sometimes. Uh, well, like, no, that would be um, the ultra the ultra humanite. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, in the book, now we have to go back to the book because I know I never saw Mongol and Superman fighting it out in that first six issue arc. Yeah. Why is that, Matthew? Uh, because Mongol at the time was dead. Okay. But also because he's a giant alien warlord yeah. and not just, you know, some schmucko. Well, and that's that bothered me because like when when we first saw it happen, I was, you know, I've never read the book, but right. still I was like, "What? Seriously, Mongol?" And later on, um Despero shows up, mm-hmm. and he's basically one of like the peanut gallery of bad guys trying right. to take down Batman and Superman, and Despero is also a big deal. Yeah. So it, it was just kind of weird to have those guys like Black Manta's there, but he's not a big deal. <laughs> it's almost as if they were trying to cull from the um, the Legion of Doom mm. to fill their background of of villains trying to take. Down hey, we need characters. somebody recognizable who's strong. Uh, what about that yellow guy with the eyebrows? You mean Schleicher? Yes, exactly. Well, and that's what they went for. And, I mean, I don't mind I mean, Bane's there, and it's funny because Bane and Batman fight for about three seconds, and then Batman takes him down. Yeah, and that actually plays kind of a bigger role in the movie later on because we do find out, and I'm not, we're not really spoiling much because I think a lot of people would have read this series anyway, mm-hmm. that um, Lex Luthor we, has been juicing himself up with die. with a combination of kryptonite and venom mm-hmm. uh, in the big, big 
big SmackDown. For the most part, I want to say that the from everything that I remember, the story in Public Enemies generally follows the story from the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Did they blow up Captain Adam? Well, no. In this case, Major Force gets blown up, okay. and Captain Adam has to absorb his energies, which basically Did, takes him which out takes him out for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Did Captain Marvel outsmart Batman? Uh, yes, he did with his uh, little Shazam, thinking that Batman killed the kid, and goes up to him, and then Billy Batson opens his eyes and says Shazam. Yes, Shazam! They, did, they did do that. Does Does Hawkman punch out Superman? He does punch out Superman. Yep. While uh, he's like flying up into Luthor the air. Is Luthor an enormous tool? Uh, Luthor's always an enormous tool. That's right. Okay. There we is do a see the green and purple suit. The which power I, suit. I was very happy about. Is, the does the suit? toy man give them a? Ju- Giant composite Superman rocket? Yes, yes, he does. And that's the, you know, so Lex Luthor essentially says, I can destroy this rock. I can destroy this kryptonite rock heading to Earth because my calculations are so great. And Amanda Waller is in there. Uh, CCH Pounder does an excellent job once again playing mm-hmm. uh, Amanda Waller. We're going to talk about animation style in just a minute because yep. that's a big, big deal. Um, but Lex Luthor miscalculates because we find out he's been juicing on the kryptonite and the venom. Miscalculates doesn't calculate the radiation into effect. The rockets don't do anything that he launches. And Amanda Waller's like, well, you know, there's this kid in Japan. And Lex Luthor's like, I know about the kid in Japan. This is an American thing, blah, blah, blah. My ego. And they keep... <laughs> Sam the ego comes in. <laughs> yes, my name is Lex Luthor. Uh, Why would I go to a kid? I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> but essentially, they my, really my play the on... Like Grover. <laughs> they really play on Lex's ego throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, they do, do the switcheroo where... Uh, Lex is thinking that Captain Marvel and, and Hawkman are, are there to talk to him, and it turns out to be Superman and, and uh, Batman in disguise. Yeah, Huge right. composite robot. You know, the the kryptonite blows up in the end. The only thing that I thought was a little odd, two things that I didn't like about how they changed the story. Number one, when the kryptonite rock blew up into space, it essentially pelted the Earth with pieces of kryptonite. In the book. In the book, which later plays into a, an arc down the road where everybody immediately decides, after this actually well no it's not that one it's not the it's not the one where they find supergirl it, and i forget oh. what the actual arc is it's they have the idea that they're going to start collecting up these pieces of kryptonite later on and they find supergirl um i don't think it's that arc matthew maybe i'm wrong where at the end of that arc after they've gathered it all up and they think that it's all been put away that Batman opens up his lead line vault and it's filled with kryptonite mm-hmm. because he's been hoarding it himself so that he can take down Superman if he ever needs to. That was kind of missing from the uh, story, uh, from the movie. Yeah. The other one that I was really disappointed in is when Bat- when Superman finally takes down Lex Luthor and gets him arrested, he's just like, uh, to the effect of, I'm the president, you can't arrest me, see? Meow, meow, long live America, long live Lex Luthor, blah, ha, ha, I'm going off to wherever. In the book, he's got this great line where he's actually escaped, and he's in his power suit, and he's looking up at the at the reader, essentially, but it's mm-hmm. through a sewer grate, and he's saying, there will be a reckoning, there will be a crisis of some you know magnitude or level or something like that. And at the time, no one really thought about that in the book, except that it played a major role in kind of foreshadowing all the crises that followed after yeah, that. The hmm. infinite crisis started not long after. Yeah, or no, I think it was Identity Crisis, then Infinite Crisis, 
and then uh, then, Final Crisis. Then Crisis con Queso. Yes. (laughs) Rodrigo always with his con queso. Mm. Mm, Con queso. Buy Um, a con queso. So the story-wise, what do you think overall story-wise? Story-wise, I really liked it, actually. Um, There were a lot of... there were a lot of cool things to it. Um, a lot of like, here's this cool character and here's this cool character. Right. And, you know, not quite as much of cool characters doing things, but I mean, from the cover, you know that this is Batman and Superman. Yeah, you story. don't expect to see Green Lantern. Don't expect to see exactly. Wonder Woman. They're not in the in the movie. Um, there's great little moments. Um, the, the thing that I found hilarious was there was that big deal made about LeVar Burton, right, voicing Black Lightning. Right, he says. One he has, he has a, a, two one, lines. Two, two lines. lines. Yeah. First line is uh, major forces suit is ruptured, and Superman looks at Black Lantern and says, "Do you think you can contain this?" And Lavar Burton says something to the effect, "I think of, I can I put can, up. I can a... think I can put up a force field." Right. right. And then uh, a few seconds later, when it's clear that he's not going to be able to contain it, and Captain Adam comes around, uh, Captain Adam says, "Okay, are you ready?" And and Lavar Burton's character says something to the effect of, "Let's do this." Right. That's it. That's it. And it's it's amazing. I get this image of like LeVar Burton like pulling up and like like his own publicist and you know like agent being there and like these guys are coming up and like, all right, are you ready? So have you reviewed the yeah, 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 it's awesome. All right. Um All right, LeVar walks, Burton. Yep, walks LeVar up Burton, to the, let's uh, LeVar Burton uh, take one. Yep, walks up to the mic, holding, you know, one hand yeah, on yeah. his headphones. Uh, um I think I can put a force wheel around him. And cut. Excellent, excellent, excellent job, right. Mr. Burton. Like, all right, well, thank, thanks. I'll catch you guys later. I'm, I'm, I'm going, going back, back to, to do the last Rainbow. season of Reading Rainbow. <laughs> That's. I just felt, you know, after we had that story on major spoilers, I was like, wow, I don't remember Black Lightning being a major player mm-hmm. in the book, and yet they got LeVar Burton. I mean, they got Jordy LaForge doing a voice of this. Yep. And then it's relegated to two lines, and I'm like, what in the F did they do? Yeah, it's like, what's what's even the point? It's like, it's even more insulting that they made such a big deal. About LeVar Burton being there. Now, on the plus side, we have Tim Daly returning as Superman. Yes. Excellent job. Kevin Conroy getting top billing as Bruce Wayne Batman. Actually. Oh, Clancy Brown. Clancy actually. Brown yeah. gets top billing. Yeah, Clancy Brown as Lex Luthor gets top billing. CCH Pounder, of course, Amanda Waller. Allison Mack, Smallville's, uh, uh, what's her face? Chloe. Chloe <laughs> plays Power Girl. <laughs> We've got John C. McKinley playing John Corbin's character. Uh, who else do we have? LeVar Burton, as we already mentioned, Black Lightning. Corey Burton, playing Billy Batson. Andrea Romano is actually gets cu- cast as a Giganta. Uh, I, Andrea Romano, of course, is the person who does is, all is the, the voice casting. casting Which, casting you know, director. it's just that somebody didn't show up, and they're like, uh, we need some Giganta grunts, and she was like, grr, <laughs> Corey Burton. Yeah, Corey Burton. Shockwave? I guess. Corey Burton, voice actor, perhaps best known as Count Dooku and Zero the Hutt in Star Wars, the Clone Wars, Brainiac in DC Animated Universe, Spike Wickwicky. He was Shockwave in Transformers like 25 years ago. Well, he also played Spike Wickwicky in the Decepticon Shockwave in the Transformers Universe and Captain Hook in Disney's Return to Neverland. Uh Uh, Michael Goh as uh, Carter Hall Hawkman. Let's see, who else do we have? Anybody else? Alan, I- uh, Alan Oppenheimer as Alfred Pennyworth, and Bruce Timm as Mongol. 
Which is also another Yeah, just kind of let's do a voice kind of thing. I'm gonna I, I really want to get Andrea Romano on the show. Yeah. And see if she'll cast us for voices. Uh, Even if it's just Superman Smash Grunde Hurt. Uh that's my that's my test tape, Andrea. There you go. There you go. Hey wait, can I do one too? Yes. Hello, I am Sinestro. Hello. <laughs> I have come with my green, yellow, no, yellow powdering to Earth, and I will I will kill you, Hal Jordan. I am Sinestro. <laughs> oh, I, w- I want to do that one, too. All right. Ready? Yep. Starro. 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 All right. So, Andrea Romano, if you're listening, please cast us in upcoming DC This is going to be a great story. It's going to be Starro <laughs> and Sinestro it's... teaming up. Against Solomon um, they... Grundy. No, if you have Starro and Sinestro, you're going to have to have Prince Evillo. Once you got Evillo, you need Metallo. Once you have Metallo, I'm telling you, this is going to be a good... You know what we're going to call it? What? Awesome-o. Okay. Um, I thought the story moved along pretty good. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was like, this was a comic book movie in that it was full of hyper-action Yep. Big explosions. A it meteor was just, hurtling towards Earth. I mean, it was... Giant a, robot. Only thing that was missing was Bruce Willis. Yes. Um, On the animation side, though... The art was not good. disappointment. Now, yeah. I like Ed McGuinness's work. Yes. I like Ed McGuinness's work in those DC Batman, uh, Superman Batman, public or, uh, World's Finest series. Mm-hmm. I've got the poster of the character's on my wall mm-hmm. in the comic book room. I think it's a great style. It even looks good as action figures. It looks good as it looks really good as an action figure. Sucks when you try to animate it. It it's it's pretty awful. Like the characters are actually too muscular and you can't have that many muscles and not have them move. Right. Um Captain Adam Captain which Adam and- you could you could argue that, you know, Captain Adam doesn't actually have muscles. Right. But it just his yeah, like what are his, these shoulder muscles called these forefront shoulder muscles? They actually look like plates of armor yeah. on his shoulders. Like his his pectoral muscles don't move, his abs don't really move, like yeah. his arms kind of move back and forward, but when he like moves them, the rest of his muscles don't shift along with it. It doesn't yeah. look good. Yeah. Um poor Amanda every, Waller. Yeah, Amanda Waller looks like Oh man. Looks like somebody like everybody remember is designed the, by, you know. Remember Chet from uh, Weird Science? When he's turned into the shit monster at the end, that is what well, Amanda. I, that's what I'd Amanda like Waller to say looks I'm like. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what Amanda. Wall- She's got like fifty chins exploding off. She does. And around looks, her neck. She looks practically spherical. She actually looks like she was drawn by Studio Ghibli. She looks like yes. my neighbor Totoro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It. It is. I, I just as much as I like Ed McGuinness's art, and as much as I appreciate that they went in and tried mm-hmm. to replicate that look in an animated movie, I just don't think it worked. It, it did not. I The Power Girl was even weird, too. I mean, the, was, I like, like the style. Remember Cool World? Remember yeah. that movie, Cool World? Yeah. Cut off the hair really short, put her into a, a, a leotard with a big open boob window, and that's what she kind of looked like. Not boob really. window is a new word. Copyright <laughs> 2009. Major spoilers. It just kind of looked like a weird combination between was Power Girl in that in the in the book? I don't know. I don't think I she remember. was because it was at that weird time when we haven't introduced Supergirl, so we haven't in, had a reason to introduce um, Power Girl. Maybe she was. Well, she I would just... have been in the JSA at that point in time, but 
I think that Power Girl wasn't in the arc because it would have undermined the whole, oh, Kryptonian. Captain Marvel's going to beat up Superman thing. Yeah. Well, here they, they played that out really yeah. well in the story uh, where she you questions know, and, herself. And that's another one that Power Girl also kind of didn't seem to match the style as far as things went. Like, everybody had, like, these had like this very spiky Ed, shadow Ed, on Ed, their Ed, face. Ed McGuinness shadows. Yeah, yeah, at all times. Right. Except for her. Yeah, hers was very um, soft and her face round. looked different even from the other women yeah. in the book. Her face looked like and and this is this is terrible that I'm going to say this, but there was there was this pretty lame cart like Saturday morning cartoon called Witch, I think. It looks like those characters. It looks like kind of like this anime-ish. Yeah, she really does. Like very simplified look, whereas everybody else is actually, has all these lines all mm-hmm. over them. Like mm-hmm. she, to me, looked very out of place. Yeah, she did. And I, you know, I don't know if it was that they were trying to rush this through. I think a lot of people commented up on the major spoiler site when we first posted the announcement about Batman Superman Public Enemies was going to be the next movie and that it was coming out in September. And yeah. this was back in July. Yeah. And people were like, oh, this is too soon. The cars, the environment is really boxy, mm-hmm. um, but it just feels like. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying that it sucked. I just said I, I don't think it worked in this style, mm-hmm. and that's oh, what I was disappointed with the art. I mean, I and... got into, you know, by the if you could just, you know, look at it as art and it's a different style, you could move past it after about the first twenty minutes or so. And and this is this is where I go into my rant that I've been going on for a while about Warner Brothers animated stuff. If you're going to change the world, then everything better be different. Don't hire Kevin Conroy if you don't, you know, if you don't want things to hearken back to the Justice League. Like, if if you're going to have different art, um, if you're going to have these characters not be Justice League Superman and, you know, JLU Superman and JLU Batman, then then don't use the same voice actors. And to me, like Superman Doomsday, um... And and the upcoming uh, crisis and the, on, and the on upcoming, two worlds, yeah. where they've got Mark Harmon doing well, Superman's and, voice. and then they change the voice. Well, that's right. what I'm saying is, um, they should have changed the style. They should have, the yeah. They should have series. either made this a JLU kind of thing, yeah, or they should have changed the voices, changed the style. Matthew, you like Justice League Unlimited? You like that art style? That uh, that hyperized Paul that Dini, Bruce, that Bruce, Bruce Tim? Tim Paul Dini style? Yeah, yeah, I like it up to a point. I think that, well, and here's the real steel deal for me. I think that Conroy and Daly got the job because they thought it might move some extra units. And it probably will. And they do great. Vo- I mean, all the voices are great. Yeah. The characters remember, are totally believable. Even, it wasn't, even uh, Hero Toy Man, who yeah. is being a little little perv to, to power a girl, works perfectly yeah. in this movie. It it wasn't that long ago that somebody angrily said on the website that Kevin Conroy should be the only person allowed to ever play Batman ever. True, yeah. but only if you do it in the style that he originally portrayed it as. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like if you said the only person to ever play Batman should be Adam West. Well, in 2009, you don't want Adam West playing Batman. I do. I absolutely <laughs> do. I would love to see Heath Ledger opposite Adam West <laughs> would be in too The Dark weird. Knight. That'd be too weird. Why would that be weird? Well, I don't know. It just Heath Ledger is dead. Yeah, but yeah. Well, give Blackest me a Night Batman. Fist bump, young man. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, Rodrigo. Yeah. This movie comes out this week. Would you recommend it to people? Oh, absolutely. I I really liked it. It's it struck a very good the 
one of the one of the slight issues that I've had so far with some of the DC animated stuff is that they're trying to set up Wonder Woman or Green Lantern, right. so they just move through the story at breakneck speed. This right. one had good pacing. Mm-hmm. This one is like, you already know Batman, you already know Superman. Right. Here's Metallo. Right. He's fighting a guy. Right. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Super Kryptonite meteor at the end. Boom. Credits. It's good times. Okay, I'm gonna say. Not my favorite in the movies that they've released recently. Certain, certainly better than the uh, Batman, Gotham, whatever that was that we reviewed. Which is another one that irked me on account of them using Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, I am Kevin Conroy, <laughs> and this is how I talk. I would say, you know, it is really worth a look. If you want, if you like the Ed McGuinness art and you want to see it animated, it's worth looking at that. If you want to see a good story, I think it's going to be likable on that. Oh, yeah. From a two-year-old perspective... My son came down to the basement after his bath. We heard him upstairs. We had just started the movie. He's coming across, running across the floor, and we're hearing him going, Yay! Because he gets to go downstairs and hang out with uh, Dad and Rodrigo. And then he proceeds to go to the gaming station behind us and wanting to turn that on while we're trying to watch the movie. And then all of a sudden he gets really quiet, and I look behind the couch to what he's doing. He's at the other end of the of the home theater system, a good 15, 20 feet away, and he's just watching Superman kick the crap out of Metallo. And then I'm like, okay, well, if he's just standing there and I keep looking back every couple of minutes, he's still standing there watching. And then I look back and I don't see him. And it's because he's hiding behind a chair, peeking his head around and still watching this movie. And then (laughs) another couple of minutes go by and I turn around and he's right behind the couch, peering up over the back of the couch, watching the movie. And then mom comes down and he goes over and sits on her lap for pretty much the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. And that's something that this kid doesn't do. So if it can hold his interest for 70 minutes or however long the movie is. And, you know, there's that big draw right now that, that you know, these animated movies are not necessarily for kids. You right, know? right. They handle adult themes. You know, New Frontier had, oh yeah, had, had you know, some rough stuff. Green Lantern, that alien gets sucked out through that hole. Uh, there's Woman a decapitation in the yeah. first three seconds of Wonder Woman. Right. Um, this one was a little bit milder. I mean, yeah. all the action is very kind of cartoony action. Right. Um. You know, like the only people that die in it are Metallo, which, who is a robot man, robot, yeah. and Major Force, who, who is we just not see made of stuff. A, yeah, who just goes up in a big robot. old ball of light. So, so, actually, as far as the DC animated stuff go, this one's actually one of the milder ones and pretty watchable for kids. Yeah, and so I didn't have any problem with him sitting there watching it. And so, you know, from that standpoint, I think it's an enjoyable ride. It's certainly a big comic book movie. Okay? Yes. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch on before we leave this conversation... Uh, the previews for ho, ho, ho. for uh, what is it? Ju- Justice League Crisis on Two, Two Earths, Earth. the next movie coming out. Animation wise, man, I was sucked in by the brief bits of animation that we have in there. Yep, the, the Flash thing, is in it. Yeah, the thing that is disappointing me though is how they tell you the story of how they came up with the story and title. Mm. Turns out, had Justice League Unlimited continued for another season. A major part of that next season of Justice League Unlimited would have been this story of Earth, what we would know as Earth 3, the crime syndicate planet. I thought that was Earth 2. No, that would have been the JSA Earth. Oh. But in this movie, Earth 2 is crime syndicate Earth. In the post-crisis continuity, Grant Morrison relaunched the Earth 3 characters on... Well, with the graphic alternate. novel called Earth 2. Oh, okay, all right. So there's See, I'm a post-crisis so that's where kid. the confusion comes in. Yeah, there's a lot of... But they're calling it Earth 2 here, but... I'm a post- and pre-crisis kid, because once all the other <laughs> crises started here, I'm just like for that uh, amount of time. So what they actually Yay, Kyle are Rayner. doing here is they reworked that Justice League Unlimited story movie thing 
and are turning it into this other animated movie. Mm -hmm. And both Rodrigo and I, at least I'm hoping I'm speaking for you correctly, we're both like, oh. oh. Yeah, this could have been the new season of JLU. It, and it, I think the story-wise, it'd be great. Now, the only drawback that I think is going to be a little hindering to this story is we've already seen Batman and Owlman in Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah, but that, that Granted, is it's a different so story. different. It is a different story. But uh, the voice acting that we heard from James Woods, brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. Oh, man. Am I excited just about that? Gina Torres, brilliant in her role as well. Superwoman. Yeah, or whatever, Vixen or whatever they're calling her in that in that uh, bit. Um, who else is in that movie? Oh, um, Mark Harmon as Superman. Yeah. It's okay. Well, uh, Chris Noth as Good Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Baldwins as Batman. Oh yeah, Billy Baldwin as yeah. Batman. Now, Baldwin. They're all Baldwins. <laughs> so you know, I'm kind of excited. They've gotten Alec Baldwin. That would have been awesome. What would have been really cool is if they had done this as a Justice League Unlimited movie. Yeah. You know, a la Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yep. Uh, but kept it in the same design and everything. It's not the same art. Actually, the same wasn't style. World's Finest also a? Uh, it was, but that was like, like a the three Batman Superman thing. It was the first three episodes of Superman the oh. Animated series when the, or i'm yeah Superman batman superman adventures yeah one of those two yeah uh that they launched and it and it worked and i think they could have done that here and it would have been just as good but hey i'm willing to give them the, the chance just like we did with the uh, batman superman superman batman public enemies yeah comes out september 29th rodrigo and i both say pick it up it's it's worth it um mm-hmm. blu-ray certainly looks good on blu-ray this is the second blu-ray movie that uh, warner home video has sent us and we thank them for that it looks fantastic up on the big home theater screen. Oh yeah. Any other thoughts, Rodrigo, on that? Um, Gorilla Grodd is in it. <laughs> yay! yay! That's all I heard. I was, was just so Rodrigo. happy. All of a sudden, yay! yay! <laughs> all right. To to appease Matthew, we had promised him last well, two you Tuesdays ago. Bastard. <laughs> we had told him that we would play a quick round. Of word association no, no, theater. No, 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 no. To be frank, sir, what you said was, <laughs> "Yeah, we'll do word association next week." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that sounds like fun." All right, Let's well, do it's that. next week, and then we're talking about super bad and man man, which is <laughs> and man man, by the way, has the powers of a man. Yeah, you know, he's man man. Somebody, there are some who would say day. that Isn't... man man has the powers of two men. The man that he is a man of, and also another man. But since being a man, it is inherent that he has the powers of a man. Matthew. Being man-man. Explain the rules. Explain the rules of word association theater. Here are the rules of word association theater. (laughs) Someone serves by saying a word. That word could be anything comic book related as the first word served. Absolutely. The next person has roughly three seconds to come up with a response. Stevens will always be pornographic stars of Asian descent. (laughs) Rodrigo has a thing for dogs. And mine will generally be complete non sequiturs. But it is important to note that in word association, it is not important that Matthew win. It just seems to happen that way. <laughs> I think uh, Stephen, you have to serve. Go. Well, wait, but you have to give no. some other rules. What about the BS rule? The BS rule. Okay. If well, if we take more than too much time, we will say yes. But if someone calls. BS. <laughs> and I think that was the point where you were accidentally censoring the wrong word. Yeah, the wrong word. We're just going to call it BS this episode since many people might be, including yeah. Warner Brothers, listening for their review of this movie. So, If you call BS, the person has to explain the reasoning that got there, and then the other two members of the, the jury, if you will, get to decide whether or not It's a valid lose. answer. 
Right. Which again, it's a word association game. There shouldn't really be well, any. The, wrong well, there there is there is an issue in that if Matthew says pudding, and I say Bill Cosby, and you say Mika Tan, well, yeah, and you say Mika Tan because you legitimately because you legitimately legitimately have seen a right. porn scene where Mika Tan is in pudding, or if but I've then, seen her breast lately, but then I say Jello, yeah. Basically going off of Matthews, and then you're like, "Well, Rodrigo, why does Mika Tan make That's you think true. of Jello?" And I have no reason. Yeah, then because she shakes it just right, and, like Jello. And and, and you can And granted, I could probably come up with that in a pinch. <laughs> right. That's always the correct answer when you're trying to tie porn stars in with Jello. Yes, tie porn stars. Yes, let me tell you about uh, Lucy Tai. All right, no, no, we're never going to get through this if we get him on porn okay. stars. <laughs> but it's important that you get a point for making the person behind you. Or the person after you not come up with a thingy. Okay, so... If you get called BS, and the BS is successfully upheld by the two members of the jury, the person who called BS gets your point. Yes, and Matthew will continue to pound his table mic ad nauseum. (laughs) All right, I shall serve. I think which way shall we go? Uh, Let's go counterclockwise. Let's go clockwise. So that would be me, Rodrigo, Matthew... Yes, because from my perspective, you are on the left and Rodrigo is on the right. All right. <laughs> That's how we did it last time. Is that how we did it last time? All right. Yeah, we counterclockwise. I'm going or- to start off with Phantom Girl. Michael J. Fox. Sliders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Fedora. She-Ra? He-Man. Cringer. All right. Point for Rodrigo. I got nothing from Cringer. He was he was on. What uh, I wanted to say was I hardly know her, and that, <laughs> that clogged up my my brain channel so much. So, since Rodrigo successfully served and earned a point for me, I must now launch us with a comic related phraseology. Yes. 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 All right. The password is league. Justice. Cry. Scream. Yell. Sorry. Parcheesi. Monopoly. Monocle. Francis. Mule. Government. Hat. Uncle Sam. Leprechaun. Lucky Charms. Green Hearts. Joan Jet. Runaway. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. The Escapists. Hottie. Mikitan. Do I get points? <laughs> Do listeners get points when they... Uh... Yeah, they get, they get to take a drink. <laughs> I think they get to take a drink, yes. <laughs> All right, so Mika Tan, Rodrigo. Vivid. Hallucination. Sandwich. Gonzo. Fish. Sam. Eagle. Moon. 
stars. Porn stars. Uh, can you do that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? We'll let him get away with it this All right. time. All right. Uh, facial. Uh, exfoliate. Aloe. Vera. My third grade teacher. <laughs> Helen. Back. Front. Horse. Trader. Davy Crockett. Frontier. Land. Purple Mountains Majesty. Amber Waves of Grain. Wheat. Bread. Bimbo. Chris Isaac. Uh, Julia, what's her face? Roberts. <laughs> Julia Roberts. <laughs> I'm going to have to call BS on that. What do you mean? Julia, what's her face is not a complete thought. I was trying to figure out what her last name was. Roberts. Now, do we have a room for stalling? It's <laughs> <laughs> so a point for probably. Matthew. Point for Matthew, then. Joseph Stalin over here. Yes. There's, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you probably figured it out. There are no freaking rules to this game. <laughs> there are just, many we're trying rules. To kill, to we're trying to kill time for like 10 minutes to satisfy You know Matthew. what? We're having fun. All right. Here we go. No. Here we go. Alfred Pennyworth. Alf. Alfred E. Newman. What? Me worry? Squeeze. Thank you. Oh, welcome back, Cotter. Carson Daly. Tara Reed. Can we use more porn star names? <laughs> uh, what's what's the... Um... I'm going to have to Oz. call them. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thinking was going to be, you said Tara Reed. I instantly thought Tara Patrick, her husband, Sorry. is in the TV series Oz. Hmm. Evan Seinfeld, yeah. Yes. All right, let's start us off again. With there me. are rules. Two points to Matthew, one point to Rodrigo. Nothing for me. Uh, let's do... Do, 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 do. Jason Todd. Not dead. Pining. The Pines of Rome. Roman Candle. Column. Dork. Jerk. Steve Martin. John Candy. Bartholomew. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> the Schwartz. Censorship. Evil. Uh, John Candy. No, can't do that. Ah. <laughs> I'm just off my game tonight. You are off my You're... game tonight. Get your head in the game, Schleicher. Sorry, man. Yeah. How many points are we playing to? Five points. Three points for Matthew. One for Rodrigo. You're drunk. I wish. That's. I think that's how I won last time. I think so too. Okay, it's here that we go. Cocktail of gin and uh, Rockstar. Yeah, that's. I think what it was. Rockstar and, and Coors Light. Okay, I'm serving one up. Barry Allen. 
The Saint. Roger Moore. Batman. Snickers. Milky Way. Wolverine. I'm going to call that one. All right, so Matthew said Milky Way. Mm -hmm. There was a series of Got Milk ads with Wolverine in them. Mm. All right, that'll be a point, Steven. Yes! I agree, point, Steven. Uh, You're finally on the board. Yes! And my serve, because of my erroneous (laughs) B-shit. Oops. That's okay. Warner Brothers isn't listening anymore, anymore. right? They they listen to five minutes past that, and they're like, oh, God damn it. (sighs) All right, Rodrigo. Serve one up, comic book related. Here we go. Tank Girl. Maggot. X-Men. Evolution. David Duchovny. Jillian Anderson. Fanfic. Tentacle porn. (laughs) (laughs) Anime. Princess Mononoke. Tentacle porn. I appreciate your commitment to the joke, man. (laughs) (laughs) Two points for Rodrigo. (laughs) Two for Uh, Rodrigo. Three for Matthew. One for Steven. Yes. Matthew gets to serve one up this time. My serve is Jay Garrick. Uh, heavy water. Plumbing. Heating. AC unit. DC. Barney Rubble. <laughs> Mr. Slate Rock. Al Yankovic. Mustache. Ooh. Rodrigo. (laughs) Mario Lopez. Corvette. Oh, Mark Hamill. Star Wars. Overrated. Matthew. (laughs) LeBlanc. (laughs) Lemure. Oh, Steve Martin. That's been done. Yeah, but not in this round, it hasn't. Uh, Three, two, jerk. Steven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. God among men. Mark Wade. <laughs> there you go, Boom Studios. The Flash. Oh boy, Jesse Quick. Jesse Jackson. Jesse Coulter. Jesse Jane. The James Gang. The Eagles. Eric Clapton. George Harrison. Ringo Starr. Rock Band. Aerosmith. Astro City. Uh, Superman. <laughs> Absorbocron. Panagar. <laughs> oh, man. Adam Strange. Helmet. Hair. Naked people. Bare naked ladies. One week. 
my timeline. Final Cut Pro. Avid. Mm, Media 100. Guess I got to throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> Manual. Labor. <laughs> Handy Manny. Screwdriver. I hardly know. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a point to Rodrigo? I don't think so. All right, three. I think it's to you. Two. Oh, is it to me? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. I thought Hurry. Matthew screwed up. Uh, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Great Britain. Top Gear. Oh, Adam Carolla. Trampolines. Cricket. <laughs> now you can't use that twice in the same round. Fine. Point to Rodrigo. Point to Rodrigo. 3-3-1. Three, 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 right. three. Rodrigo's kicking butt here. Yes, he is. He's got he's high on his uh uh stuff. His stuff of choice. Yes. He, did he his have a sandwich? sandwich? Yes. No. <laughs> no. And Did he have name. a five-hour energy drink? <laughs> no, Dante keeps leaving his Sharpies open over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll yeah. do it to you. All right, Matthew, serve, please. Uh, all right, serve to Steven. Yep. The password is Gotham City. Earthquake. Aftershock. John Tenta. John Denver. John Constant. Time. John Smallberry. <laughs> John Yaya. The Yeah Yeah Yes. Uh, the White Stripes. The Zebras. Zebra Head. Radiohead. Uh, Talking Heads. Head of State. State and Maine. Uh, William H. Macy. The Shoveler. Lucille. Desi Arnaz. Black and White. Monochrome. Uh, Paul Simon. Art Garfunkel. Picasso. Three seconds. Three seconds. Three seconds. Four, three, one. One. One match point where it could be potentially match point. Rodrigo can win it all. Rodrigo wins. (sighs) Rodrigo wins the pennant. (sighs) That that is what my current flashbacky daydream is doing. It goes, (laughs) and then I win the pennant. (laughs) All right. Could potentially be the final round if Matthew served. Matthew serving to Stephen. Four, three, one. Match point is possible. The password is Rene Montoya. (laughs) Uh, The Princess Bride. Uh, Zorro. Guy Williams. Guy Fox. Guy Smiley. (laughs) (laughs) Guy Alfin. Dolphin. Tuna. Albacore. Mayonnaise. (laughs) 
Mexicans. <laughs> uh, morning. Oh boy, breakfast cereal. Fruit Loops. Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rodrigo uh, wins. Rodrigo, Rodrigo wins. <laughs> All bow down to Rodrigo's might. The mighty Rodrigo. <laughs> Just remember, That's ladies right. and gentlemen, you can always win when you throw in the word Mexicans. That's right. I associate Mex- like no one else. <laughs> Of all the associators, he is the greatest. That's right. He shall wear the associate crown and be the associate who is the leader of associating. All right, everybody. A little bit of review, a little bit of fun and frivolity. We're going to see you on Tuesday for a regular show. Don't forget to check out the website. I believe now that every weekend show should end with five minutes of word association. <laughs> we'll have to see about that. I'm not sure Andrea Romano or Tom uh, Tom uh, Cruise would uh, very much like to play that with us. Tom Cruise. I, do, Tom I, I, Cruise. I think I've said too much already. <gasps> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you next time. Majorspoilers.com. Remember, we know that you love comics, and we do too. Tom Cruise. Talk us out, Brian. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at MySpace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat the X-ray vision of a Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew He kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Think about a better way If I was hulking green or gray I could just bust through that brick wall Take their comic books away But then the little meat would deal With all the tanks and bombs and guns Have you ever tried to read a series With all that going on Guess I need to rethink this plan How would I back and board my comics With such huge hands Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah what a major spoiler, what a major spoiler. If I'm Stark Raven, rich like a man of iron, I might not be surprised to find that I might actually have the heart cold to follow an entire storyline. Would I really even need to read upon all those escapades? I mean, who needs such distractions when your sister's such a babe? But the downside is such a beast. Being shot up in a fun bee in the Middle East with a gang sign throwing soldier. What a major spoiler, what a major spoiler, yeah, 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 what a major spoiler, whoa, 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 what a major spoiler. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2009.